Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Morning, Russell. Good, good morning, morning, everyone. Good morning, everyone. Let me say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for the gift of revelation, for the teachings that you have given us last night and throughout the week, every week, Lord. As we attend sessions that are being taught by your servants and also as we focus on the word in our personal learning, Lord, where you, O Holy Spirit, reveal to us your ways and you reveal more of yourself so that we know you more and in knowing you more, we come closer to you. We learn to love you more. We honor you more. And you also build on our faith, that measure of faith that you have given us. You keep growing it in proportion to the knowledge, that the wisdom that you pour into our hearts, the understanding that you open there. So that then when we pray with that understanding, Lord, you move on it, O Holy Spirit. There are signs, there are wonders, there are miracles that take place. Not only for ourselves, but also for others when we stand in that gap. Between them and you. Bridging it, fulfilling it. For that is your will. For us. We thank you Lord that you call us again this morning to be with you. Ever willing to pour your revelation into our hearts. Ever willing to reveal more of what God is. And who he is. Ever willing to impress upon our hearts our relationship with him. And to build on it. We thank you, Lord, that you have shown us that it is you who are more willing and interested to give your covenants to us. Where in most cases, you unilaterally are open to taking steps. And there is nothing we had to fulfill on our part. Such is your love for us. That you went over and above all sorts of limitations. That you are willing to overlook all of our limitations as well. And even though at times we fail, even though at times we don't appreciate all that you are doing for us. Yet your love for us does not diminish. We thank you Lord. And at the same time we ask forgiveness for our failures, for our shortcomings, for our inability to recognize you. And your love for us. Your mercy for us. We thank you Lord that you renew that mercy for us. You still for all keep on renewing it every day. You do not give up on us. And you are ever willing to pour your grace upon our lives, your peace and your joy that transcends all understandings and what you give no one else can take away. But when you pour that peace and joy into our hearts as we commune with you in our secret place with you, then you hear the exactly, you hear exactly the cry of our hearts. Even though we cannot articulate it by our words. In your words, as you are able to do exceedingly abundantly more than we can ask through our words and imagine in our hearts. Your word also says that you know all our every need. But that is why you bid us come to you, to your kingdom, to seek that kingdom. 
to seek your way, to come under your rule, so that then when you become our king and when we have willingly made you our king and are obedient to all the laws that you impress on our hearts, the principles that you teach us, the promises that you now make us aware of, the inheritance that you have kept for us, then we are able to rise from where we are at to be what you will have us be, to fulfill that which you ordained us to fulfill in this life. When you formed us in our mother's womb, you ordained us to be your prophets, to speak your word, to give your message, to preach your gospel, to be blessed, to be a blessing. We thank you, Father. We share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you as well, that have turned away from you. And with all those that we are lifting up in prayer today, also every prayer request that has been made on our prayer group. And we ask for a quickening, Lord, in their spirit. That they prosper in their spirit and just as they prosper in their spirit, let them experience the abundance in their bodies as well. Healing, restoration, rebuilding in their circumstances. So that when we learn to love you, then just as your word in Romans 8 verse 28 says, you work for the good of those whom love you and whom you have called according to your purpose. We thank you, Father. As we make our prayer this morning, lifting up all those that we remember in our prayer, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the great I am. The Lord of Lords, the Elohim Adonai, the one who is the lifter of men. And we pray in the name of Jesus, our rock, our refuge, the God of our salvation, the door, the foundation stone on which our Christian life and experience is built. The Alpha and the Omega, the author and finisher of our destiny. The God who opens doors that no one can shut. And when he shuts any door, then no one can open it. He is the rider on the white horse that leads us in the day of battle. The one who was, who is and who is to come. He is the same one who promised, I will never leave you. I will always be with you even unto the end of time. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit that he gave us. So that he could be with us at all times. Emmanuel, God with us in the true sense. The father of all spirits, the seal of the age to come. The one who is given to us to, to be with us. That we might be living, walking temples. Obedient to the will of the father and carrying his authority. His presence with us. Everywhere we go. Not just in our place and our time of prayer. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of life. You have blessed us with the gift of your word and your prayer. You have blessed us with the angels with destiny help us. You have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies and every provision in the physical that we shall not be found lacking when you are our shepherd. We thank you, Lord. For all that love that you pour on us, that ever so often goes unseen and unappreciated. Today we want to thank you, Lord, 
for every tiny little thing, including every breath we take, the fact that we are alive and every beautiful thing around us, Lord. Everything that we enjoy, that we have until now thought that we made them. This is our own. I am a self-made person. Our talents, our capabilities, all the crowns that we wear, Lord. We thank you for those crowns, but we surrender them to you at your feet now, Lord. That every such crown, every such pride that we wear as well, let that worship you along with us. Surrendered and submitted to you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this day, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. We also put on, I also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group. Your divine protection, Lord, through the blood of Jesus cover each of these. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for this life, that in every area we are lacking the fulfillment of your blessing to be fruitful and to multiply, Lord. Let that gap be filled. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters, any kind of spiritual attacks as well. I declare divine exemption in the name of Jesus and I command that angelic protection in his unmatched, all-powerful name. We also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. That says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. With conviction in faith, we declare in the name of Jesus, it will not return to me empty and it will not fall to the ground unaccomplished, but will accomplish what I desire, achieve the purpose for which I sent it. When I send it in his name, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life, that power of creation to be a co-creator with you. Thank you for that power on our tongue. Thank you, Jesus. In Genesis 1, verse 26, the Bible says, God created us in his own likeness and image. To be like him in nature and in capacity. That is being able to do things as he does. And an image to be like him in spirit. And since Adam sinned, he lost that likeness and image. And ever since then, God has kept on trying to restore man to that image and likeness. That's what we have been reflecting on in our Friday Bible study sessions as well, these last two Fridays. And he left no stone unturned. He went over and above, all overboard. John 3.16 says, God so loved, that was the kind of his love, he loved us, the world, that he gave his only son, Jesus. But he actually gave much more. 
Today, let's look at what he gave. Today, we reflect on God's commitment to bringing us to that likeness and image. So that we could be like him. Now, man is body, soul and spirit. And in our Bible studies, we are looking at God's principles, prophecies and promises that he has given us. We are looking at the covenants that he has given us to restore our royal priesthood as well. But today I want to go on that spiritual level of body, soul and spirit, what he gave. Since we are body, soul and spirit, he has to restore all three to his glory. That is his original creation. So let's start with the spirit. 1 Corinthians 2 verse 14 says, A person without the spirit does not accept the things that come from the spirit of God, but considers them foolishness and cannot understand them because they are discerned only through the spirit. So when he is lifting us up, what did he do? He sent his own spirit to be with us even unto the end of time. Teaching, guiding, advocating, strengthening, praying and lifting us up. So that by cooperating with his spirit and walking with the Holy Spirit in the light, walking by God's own spirit, we could be like him in spirit. To restore our spirit, he gave us his own spirit. What else? At this point now, when we look at our ways, our ways are still the ways of the world. So he needs to work on those ways. You can see about the ways still being the ways of sin. You read about that in Jeremiah 7 verse 23 and 24. In order to renew our mind, in order to renew our soul, that is where the seat of our will, our thoughts and our emotions are. And all those three things have to be aligned with how he functions. For us, in order for us to undergo that transformation, to renew our thinking, so that out of our will then, based on what our new kind of thinking is, we willingly choose him to leave our old ways behind and to accept his ways that are much higher than those ways. For this, he sent his word. So that in word, we can speak like him as co-creators with Jesus, the king. That with renewal of mind, we might have renewal of words and bring life into situations by the power of our tongue. That's what we proclaim and herald every time we start a prayer. And this is what he uses to bring restoration of our soul by renewing our mind. He sent us his word. And lastly, he gave us, lastly about the body now, the body is governed by the soul but still has fleshly desire, sinful nature as well and for that he gave us Jesus in the flesh 
who lived in line with God's will. Hebrews 1 verse 3 says he is the express image of God, a carbon copy. So he sent us Jesus as that example in the flesh so that by looking at how he lived and that is what the Bible is recorded in the four Gospels, how he lived in the body so that we can use that example of how we should live in the body and when we imitate that, then in body also we can be like him. God gave of everything of himself. His spirit, his word, his son. For our restoration, for his, our restoration to his image and to his likeness. That we could be led by his spirit, mirror him in our thoughts, follow him in his ways that are high above our ways. So following him in our thoughts, in our words, and in our actions. That we might become like him in image and likeness. He gave off his everything. Everything else were just other resources that he added onto it. Like angels, like destiny helpers, like covenants, promises. He understands our weakness and our limitations. That is the reason why he made those covenants unilateral. He knew it would be too difficult. Even with the laws, when he gave Moses the laws, he saw that it was difficult for people. We would always be found on the wrong side of the law. And so he preempted that as well then for coming generations, where he introduced the eternal king and his blood covenant. Such is his love the God who bankrupted himself for our sake. That is his extent of commitment to see us not only thrive, but rise up to the abundance, rise up to dominion, and to rise up to that image and that likeness that he wants us to be in. Supreme over all else in our realm. Father, we thank you that you have poured out yourself to us. Open our eyes, Lord, to see what you are doing in our lives. The price you are willing to pay for our sake. And you have already paid it. Help us gain an appreciation of it. An appreciation of all that you are doing in us now as well. As you are taking us on that journey into your kingdom. As we are growing in our understanding, unlearning and throwing off all our old ways to take on your ways. There is an upliftment. So that we are rising up from what your word says in Isaiah 55 verse 7 and 8. Where you said my ways are much higher than your ways. My thoughts higher than your thoughts. You are taking us on that journey across from our thoughts to your level of thoughts. That there is transformation. Open our hearts, Lord. Open our understanding. That as we receive from you, Father, there is not just a filling of your presence in us. 
There is a feeling of your love. There's a feeling of your ways. And then when we go about those ways, every onlooker does not see us, but sees that realm of Galatians 2.20 fulfilled. It is no longer I, but my Christ who lives and works through me. They see him in everything that we do. Help us reach that stage, Father, of your image, your likeness. We ask for that edification in our spirit this day. And as we speak over our lives, each of us speak, Lord. We declare that conformity, working with the Holy Spirit, that it be fulfilled in your name and for your glory, Father. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease that are hospitalized, will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are undergoing any kind of division or separation. What you have joined together, Lord, let no man and no spirit divide. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. And in many ways, there are some things that we have been living with for years and we don't even consider them strongholds, Lord. Open up our understanding. Reveal to us those dark corners in our life that must leave us. We ask for the grace, Lord, of renewal of our mind in all these areas that are still not illuminated by your light, that have still not come into your kingdom. That there is transformation there, Lord. And we can wave that part of our life goodbye and insist that it waves back once and for all. That there is no more returning to that part of our sinful ways. We pray against every yoke of prayerlessness, of busyness, of ignorance of your ways and your word, Lord. And of poverty all designed to keep your people in subjection and in bondage. By the blood of Jesus, we declare every such bondage over the lives of these, your faithful broken, that we collaborate and cooperate with your spirit, who edifies, who teaches, who advocates for us, and who brings us up out of that darkness. We also pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends especially those that are not yet saved, this they have not yet received their salvation, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the Spirit, we believe in our hearts, Lord, that we have received an answer. We have received our miracle, that this prayer is an answered prayer. Encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in those that are praying for that gift. Release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer of agreement together. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 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 Thank you
Sarakata Papa Pia, 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 Sarak
The scripture that's been put on my heart this morning is from 1 Corinthians 1, verse 30. He is the source of your life in Christ Jesus, whom God made our wisdom, our righteousness, and sanctification and redemption. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We have a scripture shared in the chat. This is from Galatians 5, 16 and 17, quoted from the Amplified Bible, where it is written, But I say, walk and live habitually in the Holy Spirit, responsive to and controlled and guided by the Spirit. Then you will certainly not gratify the cravings and desires of the flesh, of human nature without God. For the desires of the flesh are opposed to the Holy Spirit and the desires of the Spirit are opposed to the flesh. That is godless human nature. For these are antagonistic to each other, continually withstanding 
and in conflict with each other. So that you are not free, but are prevented from doing what you desire to do. And the second scripture is from Hebrews 4 verse 12, quoted from the NIV where it is written, For the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And the third scripture is from Mark 11.24, quoted from the King James Version. It says, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you desire, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, by Brother Savio's powerful spirit-filled reflections for daily life, by our daily Bible study, by our, sorry, by our weekly Bible study and our daily rosary and divine mercy sessions, please share those links for Zoom and YouTube with your families and friends so that they can join, they can receive the same blessing as well. Alternatively, if they can't make it to the live sessions, you can share them links to our YouTube page, to our Facebook page and our Spotify podcast page as well so that they can listen to the recordings there and pray with them. The presence of God is the same even in the recording. It doesn't change. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, just like Abraham was blessed, as we are blessed, let us go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day and a great weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye.